You're listening to the 405 Exchange Podcast. My name is Ken Grandpierre, and today's episode is with Anna of the North. This is one of those episodes that I'm absurdly glad to be bringing to you. I mean, it's like that with all the episodes, but this one has practically been almost like a year in the making. Uh, Anna released a beautiful album last year called Lovers, and she's only just made it to New York to discuss it um, just this year. Uh, she was touring with Lanny, and uh, in between shows at Terminal 5, I got to catch up with her to discuss how this beautiful album of hers came to be, as well as all the incredible experiences she's gotten to have throughout 2017 and 2018, and just how songwriting has changed for her. I mean, so much about her album is about relationships, how we interact with people, the roles people play in our lives, and a big thing about this talk was delving into that with her. So. Yeah, I could ramble on and on about how talented she is, but instead, I'd love you to hear this talk. Thank you again for listening. Let's go into it. This is the 405 Exchange with Anna of the North. Enjoy. So last night you played at Terminal 5 supporting Laney and you'll be doing it again tonight. Mm -hmm. For people listening who might not be familiar with Terminal 5, uh, it holds 3,000 people. Mm -hmm. Last night was sold out, this night sold out. How was it? Like, what was that like? Um, it was really, really, it was fun. I, I don't know if it's the New York people or LA, no, or Laney's fans, but they're so nice and so welcoming. Um, so yeah, no, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. It's, yeah, it's crazy to be playing performing in front of that many people. Yeah. yeah, I liked it a lot. Yeah, I think something I've heard about their fan base from friends of mine is that along with the welcoming nature, they're also very much listening. Like, it's one of those crowds that you, you're you aware of that they're listening to the music. Do you yeah. feel like you got that last night? Yeah, and I, I can tell, like, there's... Um, I don't know if they, like... Because they're big fans and they want to come to the support act and then they, like, learn they listen to my music before they go there so they're ready. Uh, I don't know if it's that, but I can like tell there's a bunch of like people in the crowd as well. It's like, yeah, like, yeah, have listened to my music as well. So I think me and Lainey's music are quite, it's quite being well together. I think people, yeah, I think it's, if you like Lainey, it's probably easier to like me than if you like, if Lainey was like in rapper or something like that, you know what I mean? It's yeah. always more similar. Yeah, it's really mega to have you here, by the way, because I really am, I've been dying for a while to talk to you about your music, because last year, when you released your album, Lovers, that is like one of the standout albums of the year. And you didn't really get a chance to come here to the States to talk about it much, so it's really trippy to have you here to talk about it. Thank you. Thank yeah. Um, before I go into all the like a bunch of your songs, I want to ask you about something you put on Spotify very recently, a cover you did of Nothing Compares to You. Yeah. It's a beautiful cover. Like, can you talk to me about how that came about? Um, it was uh, quite random because uh, me and my friends were just... It actually happened because me and a friend were going to go eat or something, so we went to the studio to deliver, I don't know, like deliver something, but his, friends, his friend was in the studio. And then we just like started jamming out a bit, and then I just put on this live record, li like live streaming on Instagram. And then we just like, what songs we do now? What songs we do now? And people were like, 
can't do that song, can't do that song. And we started, I think like one of my friends just hit like a chord and it sounded like that. We started singing that song. I was like, shit, this sounds pretty good. This song is so good. And yeah, so we started playing it for a bit. And then my label guy had seen the live stream and he was like, fuck, that sounds so good. And then I got like really inspired. So the next day we went in and recorded just like a live version. Like it's really like, Shit, shit, shit recorded. It's just like, yeah, we just did like the total live session of it. And then I got a friend that to come down and just film it. So we released like a video first, and then it sounded really good. So I felt I wanted to do like a, a more uh, worked on version. So yeah. I went to London and recorded the, yeah, the version with the really good musicians and stuff like that. So it was, um, yeah, it's kind of just so super random. It all happened in like two weeks. Just that's awesome. Uh, yeah, but yeah, it felt good. I think we, sometimes you, it was like the right timing for me as well. I think personally, and yeah, it just felt really right. And I feel like it suits my voice pretty. Yeah, it suits my voice a lot. Yeah, I promise you, I'm not just saying this, but when I was listening to it, like I'm familiar with the original, yeah. and halfway towards listening to it, I almost forgot of the original version just thought of like what your version like it yeah. felt it because you're right it did suit your voice that well and that's pretty crazy to think that that's even possible yeah she she has she's got I, I know it's prince prince um that this prince song but sienna connor how do you say it in english uh, sinead o'connor O'Connor, yeah um she like it's her version that i've been listening to and I think it's I think it's an amazing song. But the fun thing is, well, that didn't like it's so so long since I've heard heard that song or heard version of it, and I didn't really listen to it to learn it again, you know. So I just kind of did my own thing. So you can like hear it's quite different. Like I didn't sing it in some some parts of the song. I do it wrong. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I don't know, yeah, no, it's, yeah, just, um, yeah, I just really like that song, and we started just playing and jamming to it, it just felt really right, and, yeah. Yeah, what's wild about getting to talk to you now about, um, Lovers is the fact that it came out literally a year ago, and what I love about the fact that we're talking now is, I mean, even though you've been touring a lot, you've been talking about it a lot, you do have, like, some considerable distance between releasing the album to today. Yeah. And when you think about that, like, how do you feel about that album now? Like the fact that you've got the chance to live with it for as long as you've Yeah, no, I, to be honest, like, I'm really proud of the album and I, of course, have some favorite songs on there and some songs like listen back to now and just like, shit, should have done it differently, should have done. But I think it's all part of this process and I feel as a musician and a writer and everything, like, that's a part of like a growth or how do you say it, like a journey and I'm getting better and I, I feel more. Um, confident than ever before and now I've been doing like for the first time I've been writing music with other people um, going to LA uh, uh, in London a lot and I feel like I've learned so much the last year so it's of course like looking back on the album I can like shit I should have done this but anyways if I did it wouldn't be the same so I'm really happy I think that's what it is yeah. And now I'm growing, and I'm gonna keep getting better. And but I'm still really proud of that album. It's really hard work. It's hard to write songs and make an album. It's really hard. And, I mean, <laughs> as a non-musician, it seems like one of the hardest things you could possibly do. Yeah, and it's just 
because nothing is right or wrong. Like if you do like math or something, it's actually an answer. But when you write music or like creativity in general, you don't. Yeah, there's no answer to it. So like people could be like, and it's like so many opinions and people like think they know how a song is. You know, like yeah. there's no answer. Like you never know what's gonna hit the right spot in people's ears. I think the trippiest thing about having to do something like that, like writing an album, is that I think for most musicians, they probably feel like you need to know yourself as a person so much before you even start. Yeah. But just by virtue of what the process is, it's like you have to figure yourself out while you're doing it. Yeah. And that's like a weird kind of duality to actually like live with. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah it's like it's weird. It's I feel like some songs, so like some songs are more like you can create this whole new world that is not even your world, but you can just like imaginary world where you can write a song about something, yeah. just to create a story. Sometimes it's more personal and it's about you and yeah. But yeah, uh, yeah, it's um, you know, it's been a while, but I'm yeah, I'm really proud of that album and I think it's fun that it's still like going like the lovers was in this movie and now it's got this boost again and yeah. it's perfect because I'm starting to release new music next year and yeah I feel like it's all yeah yeah maybe it's the right time to come to New York and talk about it <laughs> I think so too uh, you know a lot of the songs of the album are about relationships but not just romantic ones like platonic ones as well yeah and I wonder when it came to writing the lyrics for the album did you find yourself surprised by how often you were drawn to write about people because that sounds kind of obvious, but I imagine while you're doing it, you're, yeah. you're probably finding yourself almost like, wow, I'm writing about people a lot. Yeah. Um, uh, to me, I, I think my energy and I don't like a, a human being, relationships, not like love relationships, but like all type of relationships are what's kind of giving me energy, like people around me. And uh, yeah, I think probably that that's the thing, like, people give me energy and people in both ways you know like people can make you happy and sad and I think I think it's just that's the reason why we all live like people other people how we communicate and how we make each other feel and I think that's just like well like yeah our communication with other people like without other people we're like if we were if I was born and didn't see like didn't get a hug, like, how, no, what's the thing, like, if you get born and, like, you can die of actually not getting, how, what do you say in English? Oh, like a touch. Like yeah, or touch. you can actually die of not, like, being, yeah. Embraced, I think? No, uh, the word, I don't know, like, but yeah, so if you're, if you're, like, uh, yeah, like, you get depressed if you never have, like, human contact, yeah. contact and stuff like that, if you're a baby, you can, die of not like being if your mother disappears and you still get fed or something by yeah. an animal but then you don't get the human like you can die of the lack of I don't know like the yeah, love from another human being yeah. yeah and it's amazing how that's like something we all know or, or at least we've all heard about but it's not really something that's really explored when you consider it the context of relationships like it's interesting though mm -hmm. yeah, yeah I think but yeah it's like without each other nothing would have been so that's kind of my... Do you feel like that's something you recognized while you're writing or was it after the fact? I think it's always been that way, but I think it's funny, my drummer said it the other day, it's like fun how I could tell that 
say if we the band just go backstage and and then someone else comes into the room with like a new energy and I just like feed so hard on that and then it like makes me energized again. Yeah. It's like really I just yeah, and in different ways as well, like I just yeah, other people's energy and yeah. That's important though. Yeah, I think I think that's just like what it's just sending energies to each other and around in the universe and that's like just that's it. That's like, that's life. <laughs> I, I would agree with that. You know, I suspect my favorite track off the album is one that you always hear people talk about a lot, and it's not going to be surprising at all because it is indeed someone. Yeah. Uh, it feels like this one really challenged you as a songwriter, and what I love about it a lot is like there's this marriage between minimalism and a big pop hook. Like, I feel yeah. like that's when you really achieved well in that song. Uh, do you remember the experience you had making that song? Yeah, uh, I uh, I used to write a lot with this guy called Brady Daniel Smith, and he had actually like made like a version of it, and I just remember like really getting like yeah hooked on it, and I just felt like this is a tune, so we yeah just finished it off together, and um, he I guess like it's super like eighties vibe, like with like the drums and all that. He's like like yeah massive energy but I think it's well like at the same time like I don't know if you've read some other interviews but I was going through a breakup at that time when we wrote the album and um, yeah it's all like about <laughs> needing like something or someone to like get you to forget what you're actually going through like you just need to escape for a bit you need someone to come and save you and yeah, get take you away from this like dark yeah so yeah that's what I really loved about it, like what I gravitated towards it lyrically, where I feel like so many times when people talk about escapism, it's usually anything but another human being, but here's yeah. a song where it's kind of highlighting that like yeah. people can be an escape in a healthy way, in yeah. like a realistic way. Yeah, 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 I think, yeah, just to, yeah, just something that just, yeah, someone that can come and just, I yeah, no, but it's, yeah, I, I, yeah, I like the energy to that song, it's, uh, yeah, it has like, it's quite big in a way. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. And it has quite, it's had quite a life of its own, which is yeah, really cool. Yeah. You know, uh, one of the most surprising tracks on the album to me was Fire. And yeah. it's like, it's quite a stunner of a track. And yeah. the fact that it even, I mean this respectfully, it's crazy that it works so well on the album. Yeah. Because it works as a piece of an album, but as its own individual song yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, And did you make that one? Like was when you made that track, did it feel like a bit of like a creative turning point for you um, in the process? I think, uh, well, Fire is yeah, an outstanding like track. It's different and it's more like actually, I think like we felt that we needed something to be more like upbeat. Like so, that was actually the why it actually became about was because we felt like it misses something that we need. Um, we need. Yeah, we need, yeah, need like this extra track that, but I can, yeah, it's, it's, it's weird because it's, like, to me as a listener to it, I haven't, like, it's not my favorite song, but it's my favorite live song. Yeah, so really? Like, I think, like, it's, yeah, it's quite, uh, yeah, I just have so much fun performing it, but, and it's like, yeah, again, like, there's a lot of energy in, as well, this is also about, like, the, this relationship that, um, that he kind of like, I think 
the stories throughout the whole, this is the one where it's just like closure. It's just like, nah, I don't need this shit anymore. I'm gonna yeah. like move. I'm moving on, kind of. Uh, so yeah, I think, uh, yeah, it, it maybe it doesn't like it, but at the same time it's like this closure song is that, is that you have like, you have, on the album you have all these different songs, like one song is about like being more like sad and open to this person and come like, help me out of this, but this is more like, now you don't deserve me, like this is... Like kind of like that yeah. foot stomping. Yeah, yeah, so that's like, that, I think that's why it fits as well because of that whole story, like the album tells like this a whole story about like up and down, how you feel, sometimes you really need that person, sometimes you're just like, nah, I can do this without yeah. you, and sometimes you just, yeah, so I feel story-wise, it really fits, but like when it comes to the music part, like it's, yeah, it's quite different from all the other. Yeah, tell me this, because you said something really very interesting just now in regards to how you feel when it comes to performing it. Yeah. When you perform fire, do you find that you're able to add an energy to it that's not possible to add in the studio, or you weren't able to add when you recorded it? And I think, because the thing is as well, like I can tell like when fire plays, people get excited, I get excited, and then it's like the same thing with the energy that I talked about, just, and it's just, I feel the crowd's energy, and then I see it, they, and then it's just like, whoop, we play back and forth with the energy and then it just like gets yeah it gets really fun and I feel yeah no fire just like I could see that the audience are like getting dancey yeah. and they're like singing and it's like the chorus is super easy so you can like sing along with it and yeah it just like creates this energy in the room that I really like and gives me more energy to perform and dance and yeah it just becomes like this you know, one of the most uh, mega things that uh, you've been doing lately, or a while back, I can't, I don't know like when you started doing this, but like putting acoustic renditions on songs on Spotify, and I... What's that? Huh? The word acoustic. Oh, acoustic. Like oh, yeah. acoustic, acoustic version oh, yeah, songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I highly recommend people check out uh, your acoustic version of Baby, which is on yeah, Spotify. It's yeah. really bloody good. I wonder, how do you feel about performing your songs acoustically? Because I imagine it must feel kind of gratifying taking these songs that a lot of people would say exist in the world of pop and being able to show that they exist without like the big synthy sounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. Like I think acoustic versions are really like can get like be become really special. And for me as well to perform them in a different way is also exciting because when you perform a song over that longer time you kind of to get some new light like new lights on it or get to do it. A different way feels really good, uh, and Baby has always like really worked. I think what I've heard is that when you write a song, and you can do the song with just stripped down without anything, that's when it's actually a good song. Because if you can't, and if you have to rely on the production and all that stuff, then the song itself isn't that good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Do you agree with that? Because I've heard that a lot over the years. Like, yeah. do you feel that's true? I feel to. In a, in a way, but like music these days is really rely on production, like even like the pop music with like drops and stuff like that. So it's like hard to say. Yeah. But I do think that if you can do a song stripped back, um, it is something like that means it's a good written song in the vocal. Like, yeah, I, I actually, yeah, I might think so. But it depends from song to song because if the song is made with like just a little hook, like yeah. vocal hook and then it's other bald production yeah. that wouldn't like 
Yeah. Like, for example, you couldn't really make an acoustic version of, like, a Missy Elliott song. It's no. one of our songs are, like, the best. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the best song yeah, yeah, I know. So that's, like, yes. So, yeah. Yes and no. But I think to be able, when in a writing process, to be able to just, like, let's try to do this just without anything. Because that's also a good way to build it up break it down again, build it up, break it down again. And I think to be able to do that, you can get to this better version of the song, like with the production as well and without it. Yeah. One of the things I knew I had to ask you about, because I'm quite a music nerd, obviously, talking to musicians, like, <laughs> yeah. I really need to ask you what it was like working with Tyler, the creator on Flower Boy, because yeah. that's one of those things where I think a lot of people would agree, and I imagine you will too, that's an album that's definitely elevated him in terms of showcasing a musicianship that a lot of people probably always felt was there, mm. but actually experiencing it's a totally different level. And you got mm. to be a part of that. What yeah. was that like? No, I am. To be honest, like I've, um, during that process, uh, it was quite. Um, so I knew, or I, I met him uh, in 2014, and then it was like Taco's friend that reached out to me on Twitter uh, because he really liked Sway. And then Tyler did too, so they met me, they both met me at AIDA and um, snuck me backstage on this festival. That was even before I kind of did music properly, you know. Yeah. That's one of the big festivals in Norway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I met, I met Tyler, I didn't talk much to him that night, but he was just like, I see you, I see you, you this way, girl. And I was like, yeah, I was like, fuck, I love that tune. So he was like really into that. And I think something. Those vocals, I recorded those vocals in GarageBand, and I was so insecure about my voice that I layered, I layered like seven vocal tracks on top of each other, and and the vocals are peaking and stuff, but still the vocals we use like in or we used in the end version. Uh, That's kind of hilarious. Yeah, so it's just like that was just my insecurity, just like hey, let's do it. stack it more, stack it more, stack it more. And uh, yeah, I did like the vocal production myself, and I'm not really good at that. But I think there was something about that vocal production that, or that sound, probably because I was told noob, people hadn't heard that sound, that vocal sound before. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just created something that I had no idea what I did. And, People just like that sounds cool, so I guess I was a bit lucky as well. It's good that I was a bit insecure about my voice, <laughs> but I see, I think they like that. And then he reached out, they reached out to me again, or we, me and Top has been like kept chatting back and forth a bit during this last year. And they reached out to me, was it last year or the year before that? It's been a while. It's yeah. been a while. Yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> yeah, um, so practically a year. Yeah, yeah. No, so yeah, okay. Before, like it's probably one half year before the album came out or something. He asked me. The last night I got a mail from Tyler. Just asked me, hey, I have some. Do, would you mind trying to do some vocals for me? I have this thing, and he sent me like a little clip of um, an Iron One. Uh, and I said yeah, and then. I just went in straight away after and just did it, and I didn't. I don't think he realized I was gonna do it that quickly, or he thought it was even like a plan. Yeah. So I went in, recorded, sent it back, and he was like, "Shit!" I remember, I answered like, "Shit!" I thought I was gonna use a child choir on this because I don't know. Like he was probably in this process where he. Yeah. And I was like, "Well, do whatever you want with that. You have it now, so it doesn't really." And then, so I never knew if I was actually gonna be on it or not until until the album dropped. Like, I, they never sent anything to me. I didn't know, like, what. 
But so I did those vocals and they hit me back a couple of days after, just like, hey, uh, I guess I'm, like I got this new song, like this other song, do you put mind try some vocals again? So that was boredom. So I recorded that straight away as well. And same thing there, I just sent it over, never heard anything. So I knew his album was uh, gonna drop, uh, and I knew that. The first song was going to be 911, so I was like sitting up all night, and then he dropped this song. That wasn't. What was the first song he dropped? It wasn't 911. It was um, the one with ASAP Rocky and stuff like that. Yeah, shit. Uh, I can't remember the title. People are going to be going crazy listening now. They're like, how do you not remember the title? Yeah, shit. Uh, but, but that one. That one, yeah. <laughs> no, uh, oh boy, it's something boy. I not Flower Boy, right? No, it's not. No, no. I need to. <laughs> uh, We're gonna but, stop people from going crazy right now. <laughs> but it was Actually, I have Spotify. Let's see. It's the. Uh, oh, uh, who that boy? Lonely, yeah, who that boy? Lonely boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that came. Uh, it was just like shit. It's not releasing the song that today, anyways. So I went to bed and I was like really upset. I remember I was really upset because I've been waiting like so long to hear this like done finished version of it, and I was like. Damn. Damn, it's not gonna release that shit. And I should point out, it's very hard to piss off a Norwegian person. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, but I was like, well, I'll, I'll go to sleep. And I, like, cause yeah, I, just, I didn't really know if I was gonna, like, I, I was, I remember, like, I'm not, cause I didn't dare telling anyone that I had, like, contrib- contributed. I didn't tell anyone, cause I was so afraid it was not gonna happen. Yeah, you wanted it to be real yeah. before you were. So I was just like, nah, it's not, I'm not gonna. And yeah, so I woke up the next morning and my phone was just like, because he just not only released um, 911, but also released Boredom the same day. And my like, yeah, just. And like when it came out, did it, did it say it says featuring Anna the North? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Boredom is yeah. That's wicked, man. Yeah, it's cool. No, it's really cool. And things that I yeah, so we didn't like work in the studio together or anything. But I've been hooked like a bit. That was the word. I've not been hooking up with him. <laughs> You've linked up with him. <laughs> yeah, linked up yeah, with him. That's yeah, that's like the perfect one. Yeah, because Same. also uh, you got to do Colbert with him and Steve Lacey, who's also yeah. a fucking legend. What was that like? Uh, no, I didn't end up doing it because um, I didn't have working visa. So oh. I came there and then I couldn't do it. But I was in the. I was watching. Oh. <laughs> but it was. Damn America sometimes. Yeah, yeah. It's okay, uh, I said it. Damn yeah. America. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's. Um, Yes, I'm yeah, been, yeah, so I've been actually working a bit with him now um, in LA, so we'll see what comes out of it. That's but, yeah. good. And even if nothing like musically comes out of it, I imagine just the experience of being around someone who is essentially creating, because like, I've known a lot of people who have worked with him directly and indirectly, yeah. and something I've always heard is that he very much builds, he has built an environment where mm. you feel like you as an artist can contribute. And I imagine that feels great, just knowing that there's never an idea that's too small or too big. Yeah, yeah. No, he's awesome and it feels... I've gotten like this feeling that he... Like, kind of... Taking me in this, like, that, like, that he really wants to help me out and there's like, now that, yeah, he's just like really good it. I think like, if you find something he likes, he... Like, he's just a real artist, I think he doesn't care about like... He could have worked with like, all the biggest people, like, I think everyone would want to work with him and he just finds stuff he likes and he brings up like small artists and yeah. instead of like choosing the best promo do you know like he yeah. could just like one of the biggest ones and get this huge promo thing but he's like nah shit I think that person is cool that person is cool so 
It's like he did like the Rex Orange, like Rex Orange and yeah. Steve Lacey was on there as well. Like he did, yeah, he did like a lot of not that big artists and helped them out. To it's get lovely though. Yeah. I only have a couple of questions for Vino. Thanks for meeting up with me. I'm really glad mm-hmm. I got a chance to talk to you today. Um, of course. One of the big things I want to ask you, especially because uh, knowing that you performed last night and knowing you're going to be performing again tonight yeah. in fucking Terminal 5, which is still pretty crazy, man. <laughs> yeah, it's still yeah, pretty mad. Yeah. How do you feel about performing now? Because you've done so much of it throughout the last year. I know you did particularly a lot of festivals this summer. Mm-hmm. You did all year this summer, right? No, I didn't. I did another one, so you can only do like one in, in Oslo. So yeah. I did one called Finding. Yeah. Finding. Yeah. yeah. And like it's that. It's been a while since I did. Oh, yeah. Actually, maybe next year. Maybe next year. But I know you've done. You were doing a lot of festivals this year. Mm -hmm. What's like? Just what? What has that been like for you? It's been, it's been really good. Like it's, I've done like some shows where, they were like I remember walked on stage and there was like no people there, but because it was the same time as, the guitarist in Oasis or something, which. Oh no, Gallagher. Yeah. Oh damn. I think like it was just like nah. Uh, so when he he what, like when he stopped playing like everyone came to the stage I was playing on but I was like that was that was hard hard I was like, oh my god this is horrible that is tough. but it ended up being like one of the funniest gigs I've ever done because I remember how like I like I've never I've been I think I've been kind of spoiled because like I'm I'm not the biggest artist in the world at all but been like it's been growing kind of so I always had like people coming to my shows and like not that many but there's always been someone there you know yeah. this was like the first time there were like three people when I went on stage so I just like okay this is awkward I have to just yeah so I just went down and said hey to the people that had come and like some of them had merged and they were like could I tell that they were like really fans so, yeah. so I went down to them and said hi and just thanked them for coming and it's like well, not that many people were gonna have a good night anyways and then I just that's the first time I kinda like got really it used to be like super nervous and stuff, and stuff but I got really like not loose but how do you say like more I kinda loosened up a bit yeah. after that show and that like after that show I was like on the next level of performance as well because that was like kinda rock bottom for me like going yeah. on stage there's no one there and it's just like shit and then that going okay, like then everything can. It can only go up from here. Yeah, yeah, and that's like when I just like kind of like switched something in my head. Like it doesn't really matter. Like I'm not doing it. I'm doing it for people that like my music. But then again, like we went to Finland and Finland and played, and that was insane. Just like played this um, this uh, really cool stage, and and it was like queues outside, like because it was like a round like locked, so there was um. um Bouncers there, not bouncers, yeah. but security, security guards, guards. Yeah, yeah. and it was like lines. Is this Saint Helens? Uh, no, uh, no. Oh shit! Um, what's the festival called again? Saint Helsinki. Something, something, something. something, something. Yeah. <laughs> really great festival. That's like one of my best experiences. Yeah. Uh, the. <laughs> For context I'm for like, people, it's a pretty early, not early actually, it's like 12.30, but it's like, it's, it's a rainy afternoon yeah. in New York, so imagine none of our brands are working. But I, <laughs> uh, no, but I am, I'm really like with names and stuff, I forget, so I, uh, 
Flow Festival. Oh, okay. I didn't actually, I didn't find it here. I came up. Is it your hand? Yeah, in my hand. Well, there you go. Great, I'm smart. <laughs> but yeah, Flow Festival. But yeah, so there were security, security guards. And there was like lines out everywhere. And I was like, shit, and there was so many people. And it was just so you. fun. Yeah, and it was like, that's like, so you like doing festivals around the world, like in different countries. Some places you have like, yeah, bigger crowds than other, yeah. I guess. And that's like insane to come to like Finland and just be that like taking or like, yeah, that welcome. That was crazy. You know, it's crazy. We've done a lot of these interviews, and while you were talking just now, it hit me that I've never had a chance to ask an artist this. An artist who'd be who's on your level. Yeah. It's a very interesting thing to ask. I think yeah. is that when you're ex when you're experiencing that, like yeah. such as a festival or even as a show tonight with yeah. uh, Lainey, yeah. so many people are going to be coming to see you. Don't know your music, but they're yeah. coming to see you purely out of curiosity. Yeah. Because like you've been written about certain places, yeah. or because you have your music like as a bit of a profile. Yeah. How does that feel as an artist, knowing that some people are curious about you? Yeah. Like, what does that feel like knowing that? I think it's better than no one being curious about it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I no, I think it's fine. It's of course it's a bit of pressure. Like I can't, as a musician, you can never fulfill everyone's musical taste. Like you have to. But I I really appreciate the people, like in the crowd today tonight as well. There probably some people be like, no, nah, I didn't work with that. And there'll be some people just never stop listening to me, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I really appreciate that that is a thing and I appreciate people having different t tastes and like without that music wouldn't have been like it is. Uh, but of course it's so, like the most amazing thing is to done a show and then you get these messages after, which I've never heard of you before but I'm never gonna stop listening to you now. I bought all your merch after the show and that's crazy how you can connect someone can connect like that with me and my music and that's like a really it's dope yeah it's really a good feeling and to, yeah that's there in that room someone really connected with my world and yeah. wants to take a part of it and yeah i think that's amazing that's right before i let you go um i'd love to hear how you feel about the new songs you've been writing because you mentioned that you've been writing some newer songs yeah, yeah. and obviously hopefully releasing something next year mm -hmm. i imagine you're working on a new album and with that like tell me what's been surprising you the most about the songs you've been writing well, it's uh, I think it's next level now. Dude. Yeah, I think it's uh, it's I've been like I wanted to be more organic, uh, more live instruments. Um, yeah, so it's about like yeah, and I've been working with a lot of different people. I really think that I've been this literally yeah, the last year. I started writing in November, last November, so it's been a year, uh, and I feel like I've really kind of faced, like gone this way. I've written, yeah, so I said with a lot of different people, but now I feel like I'm, yeah, I'm kind of finding this new, like, I can't do the Lovers album again, so I have to, like, it's hard to come up with this new, not too far from that world, but now, like, you yeah. have to challenge yourself as well, and I think, like, now I really feel comfortable with what I'm doing, and really, yeah, try to, like, figuring out, and, but yeah, it's, like, it's more happy, I think, parts of it. Really? Yeah. Do you feel like it's happiness coming from so many of the experiences you've had or just from like knowing, because you mentioned like how in Lovers it's like, you know, a very specific relationship. Right? I think one of the best things about a breakup, a lot of people think this is a weird sentence, the best thing about a breakup, but like one of the most satisfying things about when you go through a breakup is when you have like a year later 
and you realize you can't remember a lot from the yeah, relationship. Yeah, you're yeah. like, oh, I don't even remember <laughs> that relationship that made me sad. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's, uh, I had to remember it though because he dumped me again this year. Damn. Damn. He's literally a fuckboy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lowers too. No. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, but yeah. So, no, but I remember when I started writing music, we were back together again and it was like, yeah, it felt really well. Then it ended again, so maybe half of the album is happy and then it's just. You're like, literally like Adele. That's what happened to her. Really? With uh, 21 to 25. Oh, no, sorry. It's. Was it 19? Her first, between her first and her second album. Hmm. Like the second album with like uh, Rolling in the Deep and all those big songs. Yeah. It's from like a guy she wrote about from the first. So yeah. it's like, yeah, you're literally a doll. Yeah, yeah, I am a doll. See, there you go. <laughs> and on that note, uh, thanks for talking with me yeah, today. Thank I really you appreciate so much. it. Thank you. Thank you. I need someone who understands.